Welcome to <laughs> Welcome <throwback>. to <laughs> We totally practiced this. Mm-hmm. Welcome everyone to Throwback to School, the podcast where we review things we sort of liked in high school. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's uh, middle school, but mostly it's high school, and mm-hmm. you're talking in your ears is Liza. Uh-huh. Joining me today, every day, all day, is co-host Andrew. This is such a well-practiced intro that we have done for every episode so far. Mm-hmm. That exact same intro. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that that has stayed through every time. I know. It's like tradition now. Yeah. It's so good, too. Yeah. It's like a classic tradition it's, of old time. It's maybe the most classic tradition in the entire world. It's kind of like a Yuli log. Uh-huh. A Yuli log? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You know, traditional Yule log. I can't tell if you're Christmas. if you're trying to say Yule log or like eulogy or like in, in a weird way. I cannot figure out what I'm this not word to is. Say anything. I'm saying it. It's oh, Yule log. log. Yeah, of course. What am I? Yeah, thinking? Christmas Yule log. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's your problem. Uh, th- that it's in like friggin' March and we're talking about Yule logs. Yeah, uh, usually well, it's December when I start when I unpack those Yule logs and you unpack your Yule logs. Mm-hmm. What's wrong you, with you? Uh. What, what am I going to do? Keep them packed away? They're Yuli logs. They're not packed to begin with. They're loose in the world. They're loose in the world? They're just running amok right now? The Yuli logs? They're free Yulis, okay? They're free Yulis? Yeah. Is this the free Yuli movement? Yeah. Okay. It has begun. It has begun. It starts right here. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, uh, today... Mm-hmm. We're getting down to business. Getting right down to biz. Not even two minutes in, and the business. Today... We're right above. We're right ahead of two minutes. It's two minutes and twenty five seconds right oh, now. Okay. What Uh-oh. about now? Now it's two minutes and twenty nine seconds. Ooh, this is fun. Yeah, let's. I'll, I'll keep you updated <laughs> as much as I can. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm very panicked about the time. So at minute three now. Two minutes and thirty nine seconds. Damn it. Um. We're gonna talk about an Andrew thing today. This Andrew thing that we're talking about is a playlist I made. <gasps> Another music. Another bit. music. A uh, playlist. Yeah, these were songs that I have been putting together kind of slowly. Um, these are songs that made me cry when I was younger and probably still make me cry a little bit now, too. Nice. Um, yeah, so I, I've been slowly putting this together over the last couple of weeks. Just okay. um, I didn't want to like actively search out songs that made me cry hence the song at the beginning cry me river oh um, so i yeah putting together some a list it's not very long and there's also repeat artists in it so clearly there are Ew. artists that yeah oh <laughs> there are artists that do uh touch a touch a string with me so oh, just yeah. one string just one now, string before you start playing and that's weird because um, most songs usually have multiple strings yeah mm-hmm. uh to pull at uh-huh Anyways, Liza, go ahead. <laughs> Before you start playing your playlist, um, when you say cry, uh-huh. do you mean Human like... tears. Oh. That's Whoa. what you mean? Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Sorry, go ahead. What I'm was your question? not using the word cry properly. No, then. no. Um, what, like, was it, like, the songs make you think of you being sad in high school but like you were already sad and you heard the song and you felt like it resonated or more like the story within the song makes you sad usually the latter 
Um, there are a few songs in this list that I've not heard recently. So like, I, I'm assuming that hearing them, I will be maybe a little embarrassed that the <laughs> had that kind of effect on me uh-huh. in, in high school, but, um, or middle school, whichever, uh, as we talked about, these are the, the subjects can flow between the two. Um, but yeah, there's a couple songs in here. One of these in particular, we'll talk about when it's playing, like still makes me sad to this day. Mm. And, <coughs> but me. it's because of the content of the song, the content of the song, not like how like... it made me feel 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you listen to them in your home, in my home, in the car, in my headphones when I'm walking you were around. Driving in high school? Uh, towards the end, yeah. Mm, your own car? Yeah. Mm. It was taking l- road trips. Taking big road trips over to Swimming the Krispy Kreme in Issaquah. Whoa! Oh yeah, that's that, far for Krispy Kreme. Well, there was okay. So there was only one Krispy Kreme at this point. It was like a novelty in the world. In the entire world, no, in Washington there was one Krispy Kreme that opened. Uh huh. So it was like a novelty. Because we, you know, ha- all we had was regular donuts back then. We didn't have these Krispy Kremes everywhere. Weird. What's regular um, donuts? And just like do- like grocery store donuts oh. or like local donut shops, which are much better than Krispy Kreme. But sure. at the time, you know, it's like when when we got like, the first Chick-fil-A in the city or, yeah. you know, like these new restaurants pop up. You're like, oh, my God, we have to go to yeah. this thing. Not realizing you probably have a better version of it within Locally, your neighborhood. Yeah. But, you know, we were young and stupid and thought like Krispy yeah. Kreme. It's also cheaper. <laughs> this is a chain. We have to go. Yeah. So we would drive so out. So you to, drove all the way to freaking Issaquah? We drove to Issaquah maybe once a weekend. Sorry, Issaquah people. You're far. You're far away. <laughs> but you do have a Krispy Kreme. Still? Yeah, I think so. We have a closer one these oh, days. Oh, we definitely have a Krispy Kreme in Seattle. I think we have a couple. Mm. Um, but back then, Coming yeah. On if you wanted it, you had to go out to Issaquah. So we would. Why like, Issaquah? I don't know. It's like one of those things. I think like because there's no, there's also no like give us give us a text with some historic yeah background. If you could tweet at us on our very active Twitter account, Um, (laughs) just look for it. You'll find it. There are a lot of like chains that do not exist within like Seattle city limits. They're always like right outside. You know, like well, Seattle was known to be for a long time like a health city, so I Uh feel like they didn't have that much. But there's tons of McDonald's and Wendy's and I feel like yeah. But there's like, um, but like yeah. there's no Carl's Jr. in the city, and maybe mm. that's because the owner is a, a sexist weirdo. And well, we have Papa John's. We do have Papa John's. And he's a homophobic piece of shit. Yep. So there's that. And a racist. Oh um, well, you know it goes hand in hand. Yeah, I was gonna say about this, the same thing about Chick Fil A. Maybe it's their uh, business practices more than their oh, or their moral yeah. practices than their business practices, but. Um, so you drove to Krispy Kreme. We would drive to Krispy Kreme. Like, all the donuts. Usually, like very late at night too. Like we would be hanging Ooh. out late Saturday night, and like yeah, the debauchery we would get into is go to Krispy Kreme donuts and get damn boy. Yeah, we would get wild. Your Some, parents listen to this. You sure you want to hear it? Mom and Dad, no. <laughs> Their image of me is shattered. <laughs> Our son was eating Krispy Kreme donuts. Ew. This is an impression of my parents. That is both of them. Mm-hmm, both of them at the same time. They sound the same. Our son, <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> do they, why do they sound like God? Because that's my dad. Oh, and my, my mom. I yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're wrong about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why they sound like God, but they do when yeah. they talk together. So a big posse of you uh-huh. people would go to the Krispy Kreme, mm-hmm. and the next town over. Well, then like 
five towns, towns over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you order? Usually a like a a plain donut was like always part of it, which is like glazed sugar on top. Just glazed sugar. Nothing but my, inside. Well, the one I would get always was either like a glazed maple or the raspberry filled yeah glazed Krispy Kreme as much as Krispy Kreme I think is kind of like not good mm-hmm. I, I would still if I wanted like a warm raspberry filled donut I think I might go to Krispy Kreme oh, to get it to this day to this day or Top Hot Donut local oh. chain probably better was the closest one here Top Hot yeah Top Hot there's one in Ballard oh so there's uh, there's actually probably a closer Top Hot than Krispy Kreme. Mm. Anyways, donuts. So you eat Krispy Kreme and cried? <laughs> <laughs> I forget where we were already. Yeah, those two things were at the same time. Ah. Um, no, usually it was like if I was driving around by myself. Oh, right, driving or, to Issaquah. Yeah, there we That's go. We There's the connective <laughs> tissue. Um, no, it'd be like if I was driving by myself, usually I'd hear these songs and they'd make me sad. Mm, on the radio? On the radio or on a CD player. You mean little mixtapes of sadness? Well, like, so imagine a time where there's no MP3 players. Can you uh, even picture no, it? No, I do not want to do that. Um, Yeah, we'd have, I had like all these on CD, but like you'd have to like, if I want, like, if I want to listen to all these songs in a row, right, have I'd have to, to like switch between the CDs or make a mix CD. Yeah. Which also at the time I may not have even had a computer to do Such that thing. with. Yeah. I think I got like a, a, computer with a with a disk drive to like write cds maybe out of high school Mm -hmm. so i'm not positive on that timeline if there's somebody out there who's like you made a mix cd for me in high school then hey i apologize sorry i forgot it would be early because like 2001 yeah i don't know man i don't know i feel like that was like yeah i I, don't know i'm I'm unsure everybody had a computer yeah so anyways these were songs that made me cry. Yeah. And again, there are some songs on here that continue to, to this day and some that I have not heard since high school or like maybe heard like a few strums of it. I was like, ah, that got me back then. So let's put it on here. Yeah. Do you sometimes, sorry, I want more background No, no, no. before we start listening. Do you sometimes listen to the ones that you know will make you cry on purpose because you feel like you need to do that? Yeah. 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 I do that with movies. Like, um, if I feel like I need to do that, I'll put on a movie that I know will make me cry. And yeah. Me feel I, I don't want to get too in the weeds with this, but, like, my birthday usually makes me very sad. Okay. And so there is... I think is, that's a pretty common thing, actually. Yeah. Birthday um, blues. There is a song on here that truly I listened to, like, the day after my birthday mm-hmm. and, like, sang in the car and, like, cried my eyes out and, like, mm-hmm. instantly felt much better. Yeah. But this song, the one of the songs on here, and we'll, I'll tell you what it is when it happens, or maybe mm-hmm. I'll make you guess. Um, like truly like makes me very emotional every time I hear it. And mm-hmm. I think it is, it has like, I don't correlate with it in my own life, uh-huh. the song, but like the struggle that the singer goes through and like very much like emotion that they put into the song is mm-hmm. very evident and really gets to me every time. I feel like I, I'm hearing you, but I also feel like you're setting me up a little bit and you're going to play like, I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> okay. And like okay. just flip it on you're, me. Okay. So your instinct is not wrong because I thought about doing that. <laughs> it's I, like I know you a little it, Like bit. Barbie girl was not going to be the song, but I was like, I should put like one in here that's going to fuck with her. When she hears it, she's going to think like there's no way. 
So I did not do that, but you were right to assume that I was thinking about doing it because I definitely was thinking about doing it. Now I wish you had done it. (laughs) Well, maybe now this is the fake out and I actually did do it. Oh, no. Too many layers. Do we need to go get tissues? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think it'll be. I think I'll all over the mics. Yeah. Um, well, are you... that was a really good Homer. Homer? Yeah, it sounded like Homer. Wow. <laughs> Dan Castellaneta, watch out. Yeah. I'm coming for you, bud. For your 20-year-old job. Yeah. Almost 30. You. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> God. I mean, what a great job, but also, can you imagine doing that job for 30 years? 30 years, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine doing any job for 30 years. Hey, when you when you love what you do, you barely work a day in your life. Mm. Mm. They say that. They do say that. Are you ready to start yeah, this playlist? Let's, I have enough context. Okay. Thank you. Here we go. I'm still getting ready for I'm a Barbie Girl. <laughs> this is not I'm a Barbie Girl, this by is the way. Not. Looking from a window above, it's like a st- this is Only You by Yaz. Yeah, the look of recognition on your face was instant. I was going to say Pat Benatar. <laughs> this came out when? I think this was in the 80s. Yeah. All I needed was the love you gave. Is this a man or a woman singing? Actually, I don't know. Let me look up Yaz on Google real quick. I feel like this could be on the Stranger Things soundtrack. Yeah, it has a very distinct. 80s. Yeah. This is a woman. What is this called? Only you. I love this song to this day. Like if I were to put together like a top 25 songs playlist like this would be on it i'd really love this song a lot wait this is the one you listen to after your birthday no 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 it's different yeah this is the Krispy Kreme song (laughs) this is like a song i'm not sure where i probably heard it first maybe on the radio or something but like i feel like this song can have had like a resurgence popular culture recently um this is the first time i've heard it really i like it yeah I think it's like like the the like synth in the background is like really pretty. Yeah. Her voice is great. I just think it's yeah, a really great amazing. song. Yeah. It kind of makes me feel like the lyrics and the way she's singing it makes me think that it's like like a Roy. What is it? Roy Robinson. The whoops. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. The pretty woman singer. Oh, Roy Orbis- Orbin- Orbison. Orbison, yeah. Now I can't Uh-oh, say it. Now name. I can't say it. Roy Or... Oh, my God. <laughs> Roy... Robinson? Orbison. Orbison. That's hard. Roy Orbison. Yeah. Have a better name, yeah. dude. Come on. Like, come on. Which is like 50s? I think yeah. 60s, maybe? Like, there's something about the song that makes me think of that for some reason? Yeah, it has a very, like... I think it's that, like... The way, they're like it's the like drum thing in the background too. I think. Maybe. I like it. I lo- I mean, I love this song. Like I said, and I think like. How do you spell Yaz? Y A Z. Oh. Um. I could have guessed that. <laughs> 
there's a did you ever watch the tv show fringe yeah um there's an episode uh like i think it's in the fifth season when they like Let's do that time jump for a second anytime there's a tv show made by jj abrams assume that i've seen okay it. will do um <laughs> what about fringe <laughs> in the fifth season when they do the time jump into the uh, future yeah um there's a a scene where walter like they haven't heard music in like years because technology's right dead and he gets in this car because there's a CD and then mm-hmm. he pl- and like that song comes on, he starts crying because he hasn't heard music oh. in years. And he's like a big, yeah. Like Walter, he's like, yeah. is a music dude. Like there's yeah. a lot of stuff around music. For yeah, him. yeah. Wow. So didn't How just powerful. make didn't just make me cry. Made Walter cry too. <laughs> All right, here comes the next song. This song has a little bit of build up to it. I just realized there's two different Walters in two JJ Abrams shows. Oh, yeah. Well, there's Walt. Which is basically... Walt, my boy! Walt! Walt! Um, This is The Luckiest by Ben Folds. I don't get many things right the first time. I feel like this is perfect candy for tears. Yeah. No shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, um, so this is off a album called Rock in the Suburbs. And he wanted this to be the first single off, off the album. And all the record executives told him this isn't like single material. Like, you know, we don't want to release this as a single. And it turns out this is his like most well-known song, like everlasting song. Like people played at weddings. Showed you and record um, companies. (coughs) Do you know the movie about time? With uh, Dom Hall Gleason and Rachel uh-huh. McAdams, yeah, the one that is really sad with Bill Nye. Yeah. yeah, that movie is based off uh, based off this song. Nah. Yeah. What? Yeah. And I think is they, it in the movie? I think they played at the end of the movie. What? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they based the script of the of the movie off this song. About time is like could be just an okay movie. Besides for that one scene that we've talked about oh before God, that yeah. makes both of us yeah. cry. Yeah, yeah. The ping pong scene. Yeah. If it wasn't for that scene, the movie would be okay. I like it a lot. I think it's like extremely watchable. Yeah. I think it's like okay. funny. There's it's parts very of it cute. that I th- like it's almost like too cheesy a little bit for me. Yeah. But then because of that scene, I'm sold. I'm like, yeah. nope. Never mind. I, I, I've seen it probably three or four times. I like it a lot. I think it's very watchable. Um, I think Dom Hall Gleason is a great yeah he's pretty he's so cute and i i like rachel mcadams a lot too Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm a fan yeah and i'm a fan of this song well it's it's an all it's a win 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 (laughs) win 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 win. people love ben folds i do too like genuinely i honestly don't think i've ever listened to him but uh i feel like everyone loves him he's so talented um so I went and saw him in concert last year. Is he from yeah. out here? No, he's from North Carolina, I think. Oh, okay. Because I feel like he's out here a lot. He probably is. I think like he has a big following out here. Mm. Um, but he did a show called the Paper Airplanes Tour. Yeah. Where he had like a set of 12 songs that he was going to play. And then would like go. Oh, you talked about this before. Yeah. He, people like, wrote just, like, requests on pieces of paper and threw them on stage. And, and he, he would just, just play. Yeah whatever like piece of paper he picked up he would start playing that song mm-hmm. and it's just like god like what a like obviously he knows his songs but like what a talented dude that he'd be able to just like 
pick up a piece of paper, you're like, oh yeah, that song, I'll play that. Anyways, next song. Oh, this is one of the ones I have not heard since high school. Mm-mm. And I'm curious. This is Jimmy Eat World. Again? Again. Didn't we listen to this already? Jimmy Eat World? We listened to a different Jimmy Eat World song. This is Hear You Me by Jimmy Eat World. This is about... Um, I I did a little research today. It's about a like a tour manager, like a uh, fan of a different band mm-hmm. that like every time they would go into this town where like the people that would like put them up mm-hmm. and were like very hospitable to go mm-hmm. to them who died and so this song is about them and hear you me is like something that the two of them would say a lot mm-hmm. as like a I don't know like a hear you me when I say this sort of thing so yeah this song always made me very sad I didn't know what it was about when I was a kid it just it was like kind of a like the lyrics are sad and uh-huh. clearly about death yeah um, but yeah this is this song used to get me a lot was this so 2000 yeah He looks so ready for the next song to come on. <laughs> no, I'm trying to listen. Is Jimmy Eat World a whole band or is it just him? It's a whole band. Is his name Jimmy? I don't think so. <laughs> Those are important questions. Let's find out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. His name is Jimmy. His name is Jimmy. It's kind of an interesting band name. Very self-serving name now. Uh, Jim Adkins. Love yourself much, Jimmy. This is also candy for tears. Yeah, a lot of these songs. Like, I was a dumb teenager who's susceptible to like sad songs. I don't know about dumb. Well, I do. It's just perfect. It's just a perfect song, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What's that's what I'm saying? Next song. <gasps> oh God, this song is beautiful. Have you listened to it since? Yeah, I listen to this a lot. Mm. This is Carol King. Sometimes I wonder if home again I'm by Carol King. Make it home Do you ever listen to Junior Mitchell? So far Sometimes. Out of sight. This is what makes me think of yeah. Joni Mitchell, I really which I listen to quite a bit. To talk to, and nobody else knows how to comfort me Who's this? Tonight. Carol King. She was on a show recently that you talked about. I did. Gilmore Girls. Was she on it? Yeah, because she sings the theme song. Wait, she's the La 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 person? No, she's the oh. Where you lead, oh. I will follow. I think that, like, I could be wrong about this, and this might be a detail that I'm wrong about, but it still is cute. Um, I think it's her and her daughter sing the intro for Gilmore Girls, because she 
sang the song Where You Lead off this album, um, I think in the 70s. Mm-hmm. But I think they re-recorded with her daughter for the show. That's That would be really cute. Yeah. Um, but Listeners, she's, tweet at us. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to our very active Twitter account. Um, <laughs> if it's right or wrong. Yeah, she's in the revival. She's in the in the show too. She owns a music store in town that like Lane goes and drums at. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but she's in the revival too, and she this scene I don't like very much. It's uh they're trying to figure out if they're gonna do the musical in town. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. I feel like you mentioned it and you were saying how like it did poor justice to her because she was she's a great musician. She's a great musician. She's like, yeah, how about this song? And she starts play I feel the earth move under my feet. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, that stinks. And it's like, come they're on, like her songs are her. good. Yeah. It's funny. But on, obviously that's on purpose. Yeah. They probably all love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like done sort of tongue in cheek, but come yeah. on, like she's such a let her play. She's such a treasure, like and the musical sucks. You were the Taylor of the... <laughs> oh. Oh. Come on. Luke, let me put a statue in front of your store. You don't think people are going to love this? This also, is great. I want to listen to this on my way home. Thank you. Yeah. Is she on Spotify? So yes. Great. <clears throat> Tracy Chapman? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Tracy Chapman... Tracy Chapman... Is also a beautiful piece of candy for yeah. beautiful tears. Yes, she's so great. This song really, like, I think touches yeah. me in a very deep way. Yeah, you should. It should. It should do that to You're everyone. You're a human being. Tracy Chapman is. Her okay. voice is just powerful. Like honestly, her if you lyrics listen are. To Tracy Chapman, and you're like. <clears throat> What is this? Let's move on. Yeah. I don't think we can be friends. You're a trash person. Yeah. Yeah. This song is very powerful. Her voice is incredible. Her lyrics are like so strong. Mm-hmm. It's so warm. Yeah. Like my body is cold right now and I listen to this and I feel like I'm in a cocoon. A cocoon. <laughs> I'm being hugged by my ears. I guess. I guess. Trust in me. Hope I, won't let I don't know the song. I think I only know one album, to be fair. This is off, um, which one is this? New Beginning. So it's a, uh, like, I think it's her second commercial mm-hmm. hit album. Mm-hmm. This one had, like, Give Me One Reason. Mm-hmm. You know that song? Yeah. So it's off that album. Okay. My sister listened to this in yeah. high school. A lot, and so it makes me think of her. Yeah. Which I guess you're somewhat the same age as her, so that makes sense. Yeah. I, I really like this song a lot. Do you listen to this often? Yeah, I do. It's good. Like, I think there's a theme, at least in a couple of her songs, where it's like very much like a feeling of like sort of subtle defeat. Mm-hmm. You know, like things are not going the way that they're supposed to mm-hmm. and uh, not to like get too far <laughs> into like my own like aspects of depression but you know like there is like that feeling sometimes of like things are not going the way that I thought they were going to yeah. and so um, hearing a song like this and somebody who like very well puts it so well yeah it's like you know it is like it's easy and hard to hear yeah at the same time yeah I hear that that makes sense. Yeah. This 
is interesting because like in your high school times you're listening to like pretty like 2000 emo like boy songs yeah. what I can like what I, this is obviously my perspective of it sure but then also like Carol King and Tracy Chapman. <laughs> like what I yeah it's such I, an eclectic like I was an eclectic boy I mean obviously Obby Obby I think my I, my roster was pretty eclectic too but I don't think that's most people not to like throw flowers at ourselves well, but like <laughs> I, I always was, get impressed when like people listen to such a broad array of things yeah I also listen to really trash music then too like these are like some of these I mean like the Jimmy World and there's another song on here that I do not listen to at all anymore mm-hmm. um but like you know Tracy Chapman and yeah, that's long Carol King, day. like I just yeah, I think those are classics that yeah. I continue to listen to to this day. Oh, another Tracy Chapman. This you is you cannot go wrong with that. This is the song I was talking about that I listened, sang along to on my birthday and cried. This year? Yeah. This song I think is truly one of the most like tragically sad songs, mm-hmm. like. Put together, it is so it is so good, but it is very sad. Mm-hmm. Fast car by Tracy Chapman, by the way, in case people don't know what this is, and shame on you if you don't. Yeah. Just turn off the episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll just shut up. <laughs> you got a fast car. I got a plan to this was, I think this is like, this would again be on like my top 25 songs mm-hmm. of all time. I probably listened to this song more than any other song. Oh yeah? And like in the world, I don't think it's my favorite song ever, but I probably listened to it the most. Wow. Did I ever tell you that I believe Tracy Chapman is my first concert ever? Really? Yeah. I think it's I think the only I knew concert, you yeah. went. I went when I was a kid. She was at Bumper Shoot when uh-huh. I was a child. Um, and she played in um, Memorial Stadium, mm-hmm. that one that the rain playing, yeah. and sometimes frisbee. Yeah. If I went to a concert before that, I do not remember. Uh-huh. That's my first memorable concert. Yeah. That I remember being like, "What? Yeah. This is this is just one person with a guitar yeah. in a giant stadium, and everyone is listening. Yeah. Not one person is talking." Like, as a child, I was like, this woman fucking rocks. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It, like, blew my mind yeah. that you could captivate that amount of people listening to you. Just with a guitar. That indently yeah. when it's just you and a guitar. Yeah. She didn't, I don't even think she had a drummer behind her. Like, it was yeah. just her. That's awesome. It's, like, she's, she's so she's amazing. beautiful. She is amazing. She, where is she? I never hear about her. I don't either. She's still making, she must still be making music right I, ho- I would hope so but I also hope that she retired wealthy and just like you know living her best life yeah also yeah no I want her to be happy if she doesn't want to make music and just sit and drink a cocktail I they could do that you got a fast car we go cruise and entertain ourselves still ain't got a job I feel like she does looks like she does some performing but mm-hmm. less and less You'll find work and I'll get well, she's probably like takes her time as opposed to just like putting out albums every year, which is hard to do. I can only imagine. Yeah. So I remember when we 
She's very socially active, like in terms of social activism. Where is she from? Can you tell? Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Interesting. You win this time, Ohio. (laughs) This time you did something okay, Ohio. Uh, This is another Ben Fold song. (laughs) It's called Fred Jones Part 2. This is a really sad song. It is about... um, it's a story about a like retired like a an older like newspaper guy um, who is being forced into retirement mm-hmm. and feeling forgotten because he's being pushed out of his company mm-hmm. and like I like I didn't realize when I first listened to this album that these were not like stories about people that he knew because they feel like he crafts these stories that feel very real uh-huh He's just a very talented songwriter. Mm-hmm. But like hearing the song, I was like, oh my God, like this is a friend of his that, you know, mm-hmm. it happened to. But um, yeah, this is a very beautiful song. This whole album is good. It's called Rock in the Suburbs. This is the same one that The Luckiest is off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but It sounds, um, the story you just told, it sounds like it could be a Pixar movie. Yeah. And this could be on it. Yeah. Pixar, get on it. Pixar, we already know that you can write movies about his songs. Do it. I think that that line always got me very sad. The like, no one's left here who knows your first name. So like, they just call him Mr. Jones. At this point, nobody... Really? There's nobody there that knows him well enough to even know his first name. Hmm let alone like care that he's been there for so long mm-hmm. and I'm sorry Mr. Jones it's you cried at this in high school yeah I'm not trying to make fun of you no no I'm no just, like I'm trying to think like that's a lot of empathy for a high schooler mm-hmm. to like hear a story of an old man yeah and like feel deeply for them mm-hmm I don't know. Not that I'm surprised. Ew, you're empathetic. Ugh, you cried? <laughs> you're gross. Okay, here comes the next song. Ooh, this song used to make me so sad I as a kid. I legit thought for a second that it was going to be Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> this is. And I got so excited. <laughs> this is Mariah Carey featuring course, Boys to Men. That makes more sense. That's my injury. There he is. <laughs> You want to talk about like a song that was like made for like tears? Mm-hmm. This song I think is like it's not even it's not even like subtle. It's about like friends who died. Oh my god! <laughs> That's how you know. Boys to men. And the I guess the. Liza snapping along to the song if you can't hear it. <laughs> this, this song used to like really get me going. Yeah. Like crying wise when I was younger. I don't think it like it it's a little too like it feels a little too manufactured now. I like maybe this song is about somebody in particular for real. Sure. But I don't know. But it just it it has very much like a let's make a song about friends dying. 
with that many voices in the in the tune, it also sounds like a charity song. Yeah, yeah. But like as a kid, this really like I was a big time sucker oh for this song. Oh my gosh, teenagers are so full of emotions. Yeah, for sure. Like I legit would have cried at this song as well. Yeah, like, it's but it's so funny how like now it just feels so contrived. It also, but Law's like doesn't sound bad. You know, like it's it's corny. No, like it sounds it's just a little corny. Super corny, but nobody sounds bad. Yeah. They knew how to sing. It's just like super corny. Yeah. Also, can you imagine the song coming out now? People would laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on who made it. If like, because if it was like Ariana Grande, I was about to say Ariana Grande. Like, it depends on the artist who made it. Like, if it's not like a corny artist, I feel like people would be like, yes. But like, if it's like Justin Bieber, you'd be like. Like, the, his time has passed, and everybody feels like he's corny now, so. Justin Bieber, Imagine Dragons, and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Finally, together. Are you quoting something? No. Is that for real? No. Okay, I would not be, be surprised. All right, next song. Oof. This is Dreams by Cr- the Cranberries. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Cranberries. That makes sense. They're a legit sad song about war, like civil yeah, war. So. Yeah. I think this one, like, it made me sad as a kid, but, like, this one makes me sadder now. Oh, yeah? And because I think, you know the context or what? Well, because, um, is it Dolores O'Riordan is the lead singer? Oh, because she passed away? She committed suicide. Yeah. And I think, like, listening to the lyrics of this song, you can kind of hear the sadness mm-hmm. in the words. And it's one of those things like hearing it, it sounds obvious that she's in pain. Yeah. And, you know, like I'm, and I, I, this sounds like I'm passing judgment on like friends or family of hers, but like you wish that she could have gotten help. Maybe she had all the help in the world and it just didn't help. Yeah. And didn't do, or, didn't you know, do like some people just feel, you know, so much pain that just, it will never be enough. Right. But, you know, when you hear the, like, this song in particular just like really mm-hmm. makes me sad mm-hmm. um just cause like she had such a beautiful voice yeah and like songwriting ability the band was great mm-hmm. just like she couldn't tackle her own demons and I also feel like it I mean listening to this I'm like oh this is so like late 90s but this band could have Evolve, like has evolved and could have evolved to like a more indie sounding like pop what's popular right now very easily I feel like they could have been quite versatile yeah if they had they were if they were able to keep going I guess mm-hmm. like I feel like this sound is coming back yeah I could hear this song now and be like yeah this is made now if I I didn't already know it was the cranberries. Yeah. I should say I'm looking up her death right now, and it's not like definite suicide. Right. Um, It's taking her own life. It was like they ruled it as an accidental drowning because she had. What does that mean? She had mixed her pills with alcohol which she should not have and then done, got in a and bath was in a bath yeah so i there's a lot of like circumstance sure. but 
Yeah. So anyways, that song still makes me sad, but yeah. it is uh, such a good song, and her voice is so good, and it's just very tragic that we lost her. Do you listen to that often? I listen to this song a lot, too. Yeah. Again, this would make my top 25, and I probably listen to this song a lot. Like, I don't listen to this song a lot because it makes me sad. Like, right. genuinely puts me in a, in a sad mood to hear it. Um, but if I'm in a if I'm in a sad mood, this is a song that kind of, like... Feels you validated? Yeah. Yeah. Listen a little longer because I just like her voice, just like I is so great. But like this part where she's singing, yeah, <laughs> she's just singing, but she's not like you Is know, there's not, not like singing anything, yeah. I'm a sucker for an angry singer, uh-huh. like a good angry singer. Yeah. I'm to- a total sucker for that. She's probably one of the only females that I feel like can, can pull it off the yeah. way I like it. Um, a lot of the times that I like an angry singing, it's a man singer. Mm-hmm. Um, she can do it. And she can also pull off the singing without words. Yeah. And still feeling. Feeling. Like, yeah. Feelings. There's like true emotion when even when she's just saying la 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 la. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like there's real emotion in her voice. It's real intense. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think this is the last song. Whoa. Oh, I thought you meant the Cranberries no. was, and I was like, I don't know how to recruit from that. Yeah, this song. So this is a remake of a song from like the '60s okay. called "Last Kiss." This is Pearl Jam. Um, about that makes like. Sense. Um, this is about like a guy who is driving down the street driving down the road with his girlfriend in the car and they get into an accident and she dies mm. at the scene of the accident I'm and all the car talk yeah. on this playlist <laughs> the 60s version of this song is very weird because it has like a very bop yeah. feeling to it and it's like I don't think it does the subject matter of the song justice in the way that like this version does. Right. Like it the sixties version doesn't sound sad. Right. It's one of those things. things It's kinda like Heya where you're like, This is such a fun song and then you read the lyrics and you're like, Oh Oh boy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard the sixties version. It sounds familiar. Pearl Jam again? Eddie Vedder. He sounds like an old dog. He sounds like an old dog? Yeah. You mean like a like a dog? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like a puppy that has gone senior. You mean yeah. like sort of like an old like dog is trying to like howl a little bit? Yeah, and... but he like doesn't have the strength to do so. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's so sad. Like a frail little old dog. <laughs> But like in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like a good way. Okay, I think I get you. Know you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like an old dog in a very good way. I'm sure he would be touched a to hear that. Frail old dog. Frail old. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> a frail old dog. I'm Any sure. Better. He, I hope you're taking that as a compliment. Hey, buddy. You sound like a frail old dog, and we love you. <laughs> um, 
Liza, are you ready for a surprise prize? Whoa, what a transition. What a transition. I'm always ready for a surprise prize. This is better than us trying to sing this song like we did last time. I think it went pretty well. Oh, okay. You can live in that fantasy. That's fine. I think I sounded great singing this song. Yes, you did. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? Yes, Abba. Okay, Liza, we have two surprise prizes this week. We do. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> we talked about this before the podcast. Huh? Um, do okay. you want to do mine or do you want to do yours first? Uh, let's do mine because it's quick. Okay. And yours is going to be better. Okay. So we can be we'll sandwiched. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, my surprise prize for this week is a question. Oh, boy. Which is not a surprise at all. <laughs> Uh, I'm shocked you're asking a question. The question is, is there anything that you didn't like in high school that you like now? <sighs> wow. It's That's a such a broad question. A doofer. Anything I don't like, right? I didn't like in high school that I like now. <clears throat> it can be food, not people. Not people. You don't want me to get specific and say <laughs> names on the podcast. Food or a TV show or music even or um, huh, that's interesting. Um, a thing people did. Oh God! Or a thing you did. I think about yourself. That's the. I don't want to answer that. Um, <laughs> but you said you like now. That I like now. Um, hmm. I. This is going to be a very. This is the first thing that comes to mind, and it's not a very deep answer, so I'm very sorry. No, mine isn't um, either, so it's fine. I, I don't like the game myself. I don't play it, but I appreciate much more golf <laughs> as I'm getting older. <laughs> I was not expecting that. My dad, my dad played so much golf when I was younger, and I resented golf. <laughs> For so long as one should as one Sorry, should man. but like now like if i go over to my dad's and he's watching golf like i'm not gonna sit i won't watch it for hours but like i will watch a little bit of it and like the game is hard and there's a lot of skill that goes into it and i'm like very much appreciative <laughs> of the game itself i shouldn't have said that <laughs> too late to record damn it oh my gosh these this is why i love surprises i mean surprise <laughs> prizes uh-huh Oh, I always find something fun and new and weird about you. It's okay, so Liza, what about you? Well, I couldn't find anything for myself. <laughs> uh huh. That was like interesting. I didn't like. Coffee. I just said golf, so I didn't like coffee, and now I like coffee. That's something. Yeah, but it's not very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people used to not like coffee and well i think it's like I, I don't know if it's not that they didn't like it it's just they probably hadn't discovered it or like had a need for it when they were yeah. in high school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway thank you for that you're welcome we can play yours now okay liza 2007 in movies here they are oh God. the I'm top one as well i think i i like peaked and i'm it's gonna be a downfall straight shot down okay so these okay. are the top top one and top 97 because top 100 maybe top 98 because the top 100 was a documentary and that's not fair 
and then 99 I'd never heard of, so I didn't even want to make it. <laughs> you didn't even want to Google it. No, like, so no, this well, is not I, a movie. Yeah, so I picked the 98, which is a movie I saw. Okay. So this in is, theaters. In theaters, I saw. In fact, I saw both these movies in theaters. Whoa. So, number one, 2007. This is the tagline for this movie: "The greatest battle lies within." One man will fight to find the hero within. Um, 300. No. Damn it. Do you want <laughs> cast listing? Yeah, but like from the tippity bottom. The tippity bottom. Well, this only has like 10 names listed, so. Okay. James Cromwell. J.K. Simmons. Spider-Man? No. Is it? Spider-Man. Rosemary Harris. be McGuire. Rosemary Harris. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. She's in there? Topher Grace. Wait. Uh, Yeah, that's the second one. Except for Spider-Man 2. My suit is sticky. <laughs> The rest of the names are Thomas Hayden Church, James Franco, Kirsten Dunst, and Tobey Maguire. It's Spider-Man 3. 3. The ghost of the spider. The ghost of the spider. <laughs> um, no, that's the one with the weird scene that's where the, he's dancing. Yeah, that's the one with and the then, Venom symbiote. And the follow-up scene where he watches someone get beat up in an alley. That's 2. Oh. Two, so that's when both he's, of them are that, terrible? Yeah, 2. People are like, 2 is one of the best movies ever. But like 2 has a scene where he has like ditched his powers and, and decided therefore and therefore is like human. a shitty human and watches somebody get beat up in an alley and he's just like oh, oh well and it sucks so anyways the new spider-man movie is better and the new spider-man game is better than any of the movies so anyways um here we go <laughs> are you ready that for was number, number one that was number one spider-man three spider-man three was the number one movie that year it beat out transformers the first one yeah well i guess that makes sense okay are you ready I did see Transformers in theaters. Though. Me too. I also saw this movie in theaters. Number 98. Here are the taglines. They lived without rules. They loved without fear. But as the world changed, so did they. Here's another tagline. No. Hmm. All you need is love. Da, 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 da. Uh, this will maybe give it away. Is the universe? Huh? Uh, across the universe it is across the universe <laughs> didn't even get to list the te- the names of that cast it was across the universe with number 98 people love that movie it's okay yeah i think like i so it's we've talked about easy for me we've talked about this before i'm not a big fan of the beatles like their songs like them performing their songs i'm a big fan of other people performing beatles right. songs so you're gonna love the movie coming so out now i Oh, uh, Where yesterday the didn't exist. Yeah. Yesterday looks good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, like in a way that it looks cheesy in a way that I'm really going to enjoy seeing in the theater. Yes. Um, no, I didn't love this movie, but like, I do like the songs from it. And I do sometimes listen to the across the universe versions of Beatles songs more than I listen to the Beatles songs. That's so weird to me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I mean, I guess it makes sense because if you did, like the Beatles, you would prefer the originals. Which I don't. I don't like the Beatles, so. Right. Bye bye, everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's be a public <laughs> <good>. Um, 
As a bonus, do you want to do number Across two? Across the Universe is 97? 98. People love that movie. I know. It's weird. I I was like, that seems deep for Across is the Universe. Is it one of those movies that didn't go do well in the theaters, but it like, grew a cult? Probably. Is grew a cult a thing? It had a cult following is what you're trying yeah. to say, I think. <laughs> It, no, the, a cult a, a sprung cult. from yeah um do you want to guess what number two is um, i did do a little bit of of digging of digging yeah um who's ready for thirds is the tagline from this movie it's it's something about someone being pregnant with twins no oh, okay <laughs> well hmm we'll, we'll talk about it um <laughs> The for the funniest happily ever after. The funniest happily ever after, two thousand seven, and something about someone being preggers. Okay, I'm gonna start listing a cast. Are you ready? Okay, okay. go. John Krasinski. This is knocked up. John Lithgow. No. Carrie Walgren, Tom Kane, Seth Rogen, Chris Miller, Mark Valley, Regis Philbin. Suzanne, Suzanne Blakesley, Ian McShane, Sherry O'Terry, Aaron Warner, Amy Sedaris, Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, Christopher Knights, Baby La- Mama, Larry King, Cody Cameron, Conrad Vernon, Justin Timberlake, Eric Idle, Rupert Everett, John Cleese, Julie Andrews, Antonio Banderas. I cannot be knocked up because Julie Andrews is in it. <laughs> so Antonio Banderas, Cameron Julie Diaz. Julie Andrews and Seth Rogen mm-hmm. in the same movie. Yep. Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, and Mike Myers. Is it a one of those where he plays a woman? No. It's an animated movie. Here's some more taglines. <laughs> the wait is ogre. Oh, is Shrek? It's Shrek the third. Here's Julie another. Andrews is in Shrek. She plays Queen Lillian in Shrek the third. Um, is Seth Rogen Shrek? No, Seth Rogen is. And she's so stuck on he's, Seth Rogen. He is built as ship captain in this cast. No, Mike Myers is Shrek. Oh, duh. Duh. Um, here's a tagline that would have given it away shortly. Shrek is number two? Yeah, Shrek the third is number two. What's wrong, 2007? <laughs> 2007, are you okay? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I did like the first Shrek. Me too. I have not seen it in a million years, but I remember it being funny. I remember it being so funny. But Shrek number three? Yeah, so the rounding out the top ten... Spider-Man 3, Shrek the Third, Transformers, Pirates of the Caribbean, At World's End, Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix was number five. That's sad. Um, I Am Legend, The Bourne Ultimatum, National Treasure, Book of Secrets, Alvin and the Chipmunks, and 300 was number 10. All of those are garbage, but Harry Potter, obviously. Knocked Up did come out this year, so you were not off. Knocked Up was number 14. I remember, because I hated Knocked Up. Wow, you and Katherine Heigl have something in common. She didn't like filming it? She she has like come out and like been very anti knocked up. It's misogynistic as fuck. I'm sorry. It is. It's yeah. Disgusting. It really is. Um, I do not like that movie. Yeah. I do not find it funny. One of the reasons why I 
that and funny people made me realize that I do not like most things that come out of Judd Apatow's hand. And funny mouth. people's not good. No, it's I, terrible. It, it made me cry. Like it was depressing. It's and like, well, get, now we're getting into the weeds of funny people, but like, there's like a 45 minute scene at, at Leslie Mann's house that does not need to be that long mm-hmm. where he's like at their house. They have dinner together. It's like whether she's going to cheat on her husband with him or not. Mm-hmm. And that scene is so fucking long. Mm-hmm. And the movie is too long. Like that's, not, I don't even remember what's in it. I just remember the entire time being like, this is not funny. I've only There's seen it not the one, one joke in it. I've only seen it the one time. And I can distinctly remember feeling this is going too long. Like, and yeah. the movie. And it's another movie of Adam Sandler playing a dick a misogynistic like poor me dick yeah and somehow still getting his way like i yeah i don't know yeah confused it's not good no so anyways judd apatow i hope you're he has written on shows that i like now yeah Um, i like he has movies that i a lot of stuff he makes that do not like he has movies that i like but overall i'm not i wouldn't say i'm the biggest fan of his of his work and also like one of the movies that I liked a lot that I think now probably has some like way out of date jokes is like the 40 year old virgin. Like I think I've never seen that one. Should I see that? I don't know. Like it, that's hard. Did you see like, that in high school? I think it came out after high school. No. Um, but it's very much like of its time. I think mm-hmm. I feel like I, and I haven't seen it in a while, but I feel like there's a lot of like, you're gay and like that's yeah. the that's the joke and that's the punchline is that you know that sort of thing mm-hmm. um but he also like he didn't direct um uh fuck why can't I think of the name um bridesmaids like he didn't direct it but i think he might have written or was a oh, producer yeah. on it so like he has some movies that i like that he at least worked on mm-hmm. but at the same time like he also i don't know like I like Trainwreck a lot. I think mm, that was one of like I think he directed that one. That one. Um, but at the same time, like he also yeah, you're right. He has a lot of misogynistic movies, and it's not great. So I don't know. Complicated oeuvre of movies. Yeah, I'd say 2007 is strange. 2007 is strange. Who knows? We might look back on 2019 and be like that was number one. And Avengers: Infinity War was number one. Is it? Oh, it has to be. Let me for no wait oh Black for 2000, Panther was 2018. oh that was 2018 I'm so sorry but Black Panther was also that year that will kill every other movie ever 2018 the number one movie oh was Black Panther yeah good for Black Panther yeah, I for like, sure thought Avengers a was a million was, millions of people saw that in theaters yeah for months yeah like like and across the world yeah by the way number one right now is Captain Marvel. In 2019, it just came out, it just came out this two weekend. days ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's already at 180 million. What else came out so far? We're in March. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon, Glass, Lego Movie Part Two, The Upside, Alita: Battle Angel. Yeah, I'm not surprised it's yeah. number one right now. I mean, it's we're also in we're in March, stuff. so there's not. Yeah, we'll see after this summer. The summertime is a big movie, right? There is an Avengers movie coming out. There's a Spider-Man movie coming out. So it will be a big summer. I like Marvel, but I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm 
getting a little tapped out. Uh, you need to turn off your mic now. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Um, no, I understand. There's there is a a fatigue, like there's a, a bit of like superhero fatigue. To watch something else. But I will still go see them in the theater. <laughs> I love these. Well, movies. I will see Captain Marvel mm-hmm. in theaters. Yeah, I'll see like specific things. But yeah, I don't know that I see. I need to see another Avengers in theaters. I don't know. That's I'd fine. Go anyway, but that's fine. I, I think like they're. I mean, they're at movie what like twenty eight now. Mm-hmm. So like it, and they are all interconnected. So it is like you have to see them all to like understand. So it it is like there is a bit of like you're it feels like it, homework you're in it now. sometimes. Yeah. And there's like some years there's three movies that come out, and like not that that's like oh my god you have to go see three whole movies, but it is like you're investing at least two to two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. In the theater, About which a hundred dollars. Yeah, tickets are a thousand dollars now. <laughs> Popcorn's a million. <laughs> Feels like it at least. Back in my day, back in my day, you get a ticket and a popcorn for about two bucks. <laughs> Anyways, that will end the episode. That's the same grandpa that watches golf. <laughs> hey, my dad watches golf. He does not sound like that. He's old enough to be a grandpa. He well, yeah, I guess <laughs> he's not a grandpa, but he could be. He is of age to be a grandpa, I suppose. He's allowed. <laughs> um, and you know what to do. Are. Like us on Facebook and Instagram, and message us on the website. Yes, and do uh, all that right now. Do, do it, it right now. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>